Hi everybody, it's 10.31 on what, on Thursday, March 31st, the last day of this month. What a great month it's been for me. I was able to start working for an amazing place and quit working for a horrible place. I moved to a new place. That isn't so great after all, but it's a room, and it's cheap, er, and I'm sticking it out until I can afford something new, something later, when it's the right time. I am just a flurry of thoughts tonight. I'm. This is the tail end of my cold that I, I got from my sweet little sneezing in my face when I reached down to zip up their jackets and today was really funny like yesterday it was cold and freezing and today it was like I think in the mid 60s but the wind was so powerful it started knocking kids over outside it knocked over um it almost knocked over my bowls that I brought outside which were frozen the day before outside <laughs> this weather is just so insane it's just like Idaho. I thought I escaped Idaho, but I guess not. But talking about escaping, um, when we go outside, we go through the toddler area, and then we have our own separate. Um, it's very long, very large, very. Um, it's a big play area for my kiddos, and it's great. It's just great. But the um, uh, so the kids, the toddlers are getting smart because they want to be with us. They want to be the big kids, you know, and so two of them um, moved the gate today. Like I can see everything from where I'm at in the at the play, in the playground. I can see everything because I sit in a certain spot. I can see both sides, both sides. And so two of the littles of the toddlers got a hold of the gate and opened it, and it felt like prison break. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. <laughs> And I was watching the whole thing, and I, and I told, I said to my sister, hey, would you go lock the gate? You know, and they did it twice. But they look around to make sure nobody's watching, and they open the gate. And, like, they toddle in. Like, like we have such a big thing, you know, we, that we're doing. Or we're so excited, and it's it's really cute to me. I just love those littles. And then today, um, they had a bubble machine over on the other side, and I just had me and my bubbles. And so the bubble machine was, you know, it's, it's, it works on batteries. And so it was, you know, a million bubbles a minute. And so they were blowing over into our playground, our part of the playground. And, um, and so my, one of my littles, the most animated one, he said, what is going on? What is this? <laughs> I said, Michael, go over and see. So his eyes got really wide and he ran over there and he's like, Miss Adele, what's going on? And, and we, I just laugh. I just laugh with him, because he's so full of wonder, and he's so precious. Just they're all precious, yet he's got a little something more than everybody else. I feel like you know, if I could have had little kids, he would have been right up there with them. His personality is so huge. He's very, very smart. Um, today we were picking up dinosaurs off the floor, and he said, "You know what this is." This a this is a Palacromicodacodon, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I, mean, 
I don't know if that's a real dinosaur or if that's a word he made up, but he is very perceptive. He's very aware. He's a sponge. And we were at the table and he loves hot cocoa. We have it every afternoon because I have some and I put it in the, in the crock pot and heat it up in the morning and he devours it. And so when he's done, it looks like he's eating a chocolate monsters all over his face. So I'm like, Michael, it's time for you to clean your face. And he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. But goodness, just all these connections with these kiddos. Um, I wanted to talk today about a quote that I found on Facebook from one of my friends. Um, that I've I'm, I'm not met this friend, but he friended me and uh, a while back, and he's very nice, but not, not, I mean, not like that, just a friend, you know, never, never tried to message me personally, but he, he, um, this quote was by Robin Williams, and Robin Williams said, a hungry stomach, an empty wallet, and a broken heart can teach you the best lessons of life, boy, he wasn't joking, you know, most celebrities, when they become celebrities, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time and effort, and it takes money that they probably don't have. It takes a lot of grit, a lot of guts, you know, the wanting to be found, all that stuff. And, you know, I remember Jewel saying before she had her first hit record, she lived in her car. I think she had a Volkswagen bus. And I remember Chrissy Metz saying when she came to to California, she had like, five or six dollars in her checking account. That was it. Then I think of myself, you know, when I when I drove into Palmyra that one day, that cold blustery day in January, I had very little money. I was running out of resources and time, you know, I didn't know I was gonna live. I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I was there. And Heavenly Father took care of the rest. So that's true grit. That is true faith. That is believing in your dreams. Gosh, it's 1037. I love it. Um, there's been many times when in my life that I have been hungry. Um, and for, for want of food or for want of anything else. And it's taught me a lot. You know, when, when your stomach is growling and you don't have money for food, it teaches you a lot of humility. It teaches you humility. Um, an empty wallet, you know, when I was in, wow, 640, wow, when I was in Twin Falls and I'd lost my job, you know, all that income wasn't there anymore, and I wasn't married anymore, and I had a lot of empty, I had empty wallet all the time, and and it was goodness through the grace of the bishop and the ward, and such good friends in Idaho, and in California, and in Virginia, that said, what do you need? Let us help you. Taught me a lot about their love and their kindness. And even if they, you know, even if they didn't contribute financially, they contributed to my life emotionally and mentally and spiritually, which meant so much. I remember just one night just sobbing. It was in December. Um, I think it was 2020 after I'd lost my job. And so a bill came due that I didn't know was coming in. And it was the $30 I needed for another for my cell phone bill. And just feeling absolute doom and absolute, it's like, I can't go anywhere from this. There's no money. There's no money. And, and then in my mind, 
something came into my mind that said, Adele, you, you can take this back and that's enough money for your cell phone bill. And it was, you know, and it taught me more humility, taught me how to further lean on the Lord and his grace and his goodness and his, his, his wonderfulness, you know, taught me faith, taught me humility. And then the last one, a broken heart. And I'm not just talking about if you get your heart broken from a boy. I'm talking about a true broken heart where you are so humbled by the circumstances of your life that the Lord just wants to, he wants to break us down and build us back up to be the people that he knows that we are, the spirits. He wants our spirits to come shining through. And that only happens with through the cracks. That's how the light gets in. That's a that's a quote from someone I forget. But he's like the quote was "We're all broken." That's how the light gets in. We are all broken, or we need to be broken, because life is a hard, hard teacher. But it's the te only teacher we've got. You know, we chose to come down to earth. We we all did. Every single person on earth made that choice to come down. Even if they think they didn't, they did. It's a spiritual, eternal concept. It is, it is a fact. So in times like this, that one right now, things are pretty good. You know, I've got a great career. I have a place to live. I've got the things I need, the friends, the family and friends that I have. And everything is going well. Then sometimes, you know, I'll get that humbling. I'll have a hungry stomach or an empty wallet or a broken heart. And because I've gone through it, it gives me more resiliency and more grit to get through the next trial, whatever that may be. And sometimes maybe the trial just is continuing to continue on, to soldier on. To continue to continue. Wow, I like that. I think that's what we're going to call this. Continue to continue. Because, you know, honestly, in all actuality, this life doesn't last forever. Thank the Lord. It lasts for, sometimes it lasts people 29 years, like my brother. Other times it lasts 33, like one of my special friends. And then others live till they're 90, 100. Some live until they're 50, 52. Some live until they're 60. Some live until they're 30 or 40. You know, we don't know when we're going to be taken. Only Heavenly Father knows that. Thank goodness. So, well, that is my podcast for today. Tonight. I think I'm going to go downstairs and make some dinner now. Because I took a really long nap. Thursdays are really, when I come home, are just brutal. Because, you know, I think they're Friday. We all think they're Friday. Our bodies are wearing out from the, the week and the days. And, and then tomorrow's Friday where we can chocolate cake tomorrow with gooey, gooey frosting. Kids are really excited about that. Staff's really excited about that. And I call it my cooking school because I have gifts and talents that I'm sharing with my little circle of little peeps. <laughs> so have a great day tomorrow and we'll talk with you soon. Bye.